0: Dear listeners, welcome to the first official YouTubers podcast. I'm Big K from Little Big Gamers, and hosting with me, we have a YouTuber that may or may not show boobs in his videos, Spencer.
1: Hey, what's up, everybody? Spen from Spontaneous, but all my friends call me Your Highness. <laughs>
0: <laughs> we also have a guy that you'd think could find a game to
2: review that he loves, Rossi. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> um hi guys, I am Rossi from Rossi167. I review games. Yes. And
0: we also have the man that refuses to make videos of the nineteen-pack games of digital homicides that I gifted him, Moriarty.
3: Hey guys, this is Moriarty from Cry More Gaming, and I'm not going to do that to myself. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Gift is the wrong word. <laughs>
0: So in this week's episode, our main topic of discussion will be establishing yourself as a YouTuber. Uh, If you just started your journey on YouTube and you're looking to grow as a content creator, be sure to stay tuned and listen. We're going to be covering a lot of subtopics today from defining yourself as a YouTuber uh, and creating engaging content to discussions regarding building a community and networking with other content creators. We'll also cover this week's... um, YouTubers, spotlights and various community threads that are happening throughout the week. So without further ado, let's get started.
3: I was a little sad that after you did your introduction, you didn't already have queued up an air horn sound so that we could really get that celebration going on.
0: <laughs> well, you... <laughs> was it too much? <laughs>
3: it, was, it was just perfect.
0: Just awesome. Perfect. Awesome. So... All right. We need to focus, focus in a world where millions of content creators exist, uploading a billion hours worth of content. The biggest question is how do you define yourself and your channel? So you have a chance at growing and winning the hearts of future subscribers. Um, what made you want to do this in the first place? And why are you doing this? Uh, Are you doing this as a hobby or you're actually looking to pursue getting that gold or diamond play button? Um, All these questions are really important to set proper expectations because you need to set that for yourself. Uh, And also you need to determine what you need to do to accomplish your goals um, by setting milestones and be able to track your progress. So I'd be lying uh, if I told all of you that I was not looking for growth and success and, and that gold or diamond play button. Uh, but what really started it all for me was the, my seven-year-old, actually, which is right here. Hey, say hi, little M. Hi. <laughs> all right, now go to bed. Little M, which is my seven-year-old, definitely uh, is part of the generation that really does everything around YouTube. He watches YouTube constantly. He wants to follow all the YouTubers as, as well because he's kind of like taking them as role models now. Um, so the concern that I have was that... Uh, when watching some of the videos, it almost made me cringe because of the vulgarities and the content they were playing. And it was really difficult for me to kind of gauge this without being them sitting without being there, sorry, with him sitting watching these videos. So uh, when uh, he came to me and said, hey, dad, can we start our channel together? I took this as an, uh, an opportunity to actually make uh, kid-friendly content so that other concerned parents uh, may be able to watch it without, you know, uh, hearing swear words and, and you know, uh, inappropriate games and stuff like that. Um, so ultimately, that's how we started defining ourselves, right? kid-friendly uh uh channel with uh you know cool videos gaming related um that you know parents can can be uh happy with and and ourselves too we we watch them as kind of memories so it's kind of cool so, for me, it was kind of win win situation. Get to spend time with my son doing something we both love and playing video games uh we uh we also uh I found that it was a great outlet for uh, teaching him important life skills, right so we're talking about uh, planning, setting milestones uh speech uh. Uh, confidence and also how to overcome adversities because we are going to be losing subs sometimes. We are going to get dislikes. We're going to get negative comments. And it's how uh you know we can deal with that or or let him deal with that as well. So um it was also a good excuse to play video games too. So what about you, Spencer? What defines you and your channel?
1: uh That's actually a really good question because I used to think that what defined me and my channel was just kind of playing games, enjoying myself and having a good time. But even just uh going over uh like us going together and putting together this podcast, it's really gotten me thinking about the whole thing in general. And I think what what defines me and my channel is more of uh more of a stepping stone where I want to I want to entertain people, but I don't want to just, just do it around YouTube. If that makes sense.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that's good. Uh,
1: yeah. it's hard to explain. It's kind of along the lines of, uh, I love making videos and I love doing all this through YouTube, but I want to be able to take this to the next step and actually take it to the people
3: themselves.
0: Yeah. So it's kind of like building up experience and building your resume and portfolio top of deal. Right.
3: Yeah. Cool. I think that's what a lot of us are doing at this point. Anybody who's on the new tubers community is most likely not quite sure what they're doing yet. They just kind of had that vague idea of, I want to entertain. They haven't gotten to the point where they're saying, okay, now I have to worry about the business. I have to worry about the money. And they're not the casual person who's saying, well, I'm just going to upload a little bit of footage once a month, once a year, whenever it happens, whenever I get the uh, the option in Call of Duty to upload, I'll choose to do that. We're in that middle ground where we said, okay, I'm actually going to focus, I'm going to spend some time, and I'm going to try and make YouTube content consistently-ish for some people, but consistently enough that you're no longer just hey, I'm random user 842. Now it's become, I am little big gamers. I am Rossi Reviews. I am spontaneous. I'm random user 167. <laughs> <laughs> no,
2: well, I, that's I, all good. What about you, Rossi? I do agree with them. I just really want to entertain people. I'm kind of like that in real life. I just try to, I try my best to entertain. Um, I started my channel, uh, well, I started making videos before I started posting videos, and I was doing it for a multitude of reasons. I just, I, I felt like I wasn't just doing anything at all. I was in sick form and I hated everything. And uh, I just really enjoyed making videos. I didn't necessarily enjoy the games I was playing as uh, Moriarty points out a lot, but um, I, I, I have enjoyed possibly one or two of the games I have reviewed now. Um, but no, I just, I, I, I just really enjoy doing this and I want to entertain people. And it, it's um, unfortunately not that complex. I, unfortunately at this point don't feel like I've got that much of a unique selling point. Um, and I am trying to work on that. A lot of my written work, um, I feel my sort of personality comes through a bit more. So I'm a bit different to my inspirations, but no, I I really am just doing this because I enjoy it and I want to entertain people. And I think we're a lot of us are in that boat, right?
0: Yeah, absolutely. So that's all good, and I think we have a good overview of what we're doing here. But, you know, another really cool and important part of, of defining yourself and, and your YouTube channel is uh, knowing what kind of videos you want to make, right? So are you like me and little M that likes to create video game content, or you're a vlogger or someone that you know, wants to do gardening tutorials, for example? Um what type of character do you portray are you a comedic one serious or a mix of both right uh this is really important to get viewers that enjoys the type of content they subscribe to right uh already was was uh mentioning consistency earlier right we're in that middle ground where uh we we want to do this more we want to take this seriously right we may not all know how to do this properly but we're at least trying and we have a plan um consistency sorry consistency is key in all of this right um i know for a fact that spencer is funny right so when i want to have a dose of comedy and i'm gonna go and check his his videos and and that's gonna that's gonna be fun for me right that's why i subscribe to spencer and 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 watch his videos uh when i want to go see reviews of uh of games especially ones that uh, the person actually hates playing that game like go see <laughs> rossi's content uh that, that's the expectation that you guys uh you know just just portray whenever you do your videos and that is great that's what i'm looking for and that's why i'm subscribed to you guys
2: uh, <laughs> same thing. I'm not for... too happy I've got that image. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: same goes for uh, for crime more gaming uh, Ga- in gaming and Moriarty, right? So I love the dynamics between Moriarty and Crypto Spook, um, and, and I feel that this the, the content that they 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 have and they upload and this is something that is really unique uh, in a way. So uh, speaking of which, Moriarty, what what's what are your thoughts on this?
3: I think that we are as a community, the average new the average person who is actually sitting here saying, I want to become something in YouTube. We have kind of two, two goals that compete against each other. One is that we need to have a consistent brand and branding is very, very important. That branding can goes all the way down to what kind of videos you make. So for spend to make his comedic, Let's play type of videos for you to make videos that make sense for the kid friendly and have their learning aspect. That's part of the brand that you really have to work to create and be consistent But while we're YouTubers, we also have this fantastic ability to experiment. So for example, I started out as a CSGO video uh, content creator. I mean exclusively CSGO stuff. And if I had stuck with that. I would be nowhere near where I am today because it just wasn't what was gelling for me and the audience that I was gaining. So we have those competing pillars of what we're doing where we can experiment, but we still have to be consistent. And I think part of that consistency is going to come primarily from – your personality. So my personality in my CSGO videos is the same personality that I have in my latest reviews or in my VR gameplays or whatever. It's all the same personality. I think that's really the the brand identity that a new YouTuber really 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 needs to focus on is creating your persona.
2: Yeah, that's a really good point. That's, that that's going to happen over
3: time.
2: I uh, I personally feel it's important to stress that when you stick a camera on you you're not necessarily going to be who you are you might continue to get used to it um, I th- did a lot of us go through the phase when we started making content of just hating watching it So be hated our voices and what you we were like well, and stuff like famous that.
1: Actors that refuse to watch any of their movies because they abs- they think they do an absolutely terrible job because a lot of yeah. it comes down to people over critiquing themselves. And I... it, it, it's, it's tough because it comes down to like, it's a defense mechanism actually built into us through our, our little, our little brains in here, all the little things going on in there where we, as a person we want to fit in we don't want people to hate us so what we do is we take those things that we see in other people that may bother us and then we any any slight chance of us noticing it in ourselves we are we pick up on it and that's yeah. that's how a lot of that happens
0: i don't know Whoa, what you guys minutes. are talking about really I, I i love watching my videos um they not camera shy at all uh I, I think, like like Spencer, what you mentioned is is great. I think it's all it's something deep inside you. Uh, I mean, I'm sure if I was talking to myself five years ago, uh, you know, I'd be a little more camera shy. But just forcing yourself to do it, well, not really forcing yourself, but just uh, by doing it repeatedly, it becomes a lot easier. Right and and yeah. watching it afterwards, it's just it's a blast, especially in my case because I mean they get to see they, good they memories, capture memories, right? So that's 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 really really cool. Um, so you know, a lot of people are saying that the YouTube market is oversaturated, you know, especially with gameplays, let's plays, and stuff like that, right? I believe that it's somewhat true, but it's all about how you stand out from the rest of the pack. Right. the the prime the prime example is business. You need to treat it somewhat like business, right? How many grocery stores do you have in your town, right, or your city, or whatever? Um, they all sell food, but you may go to one specifically because of their sales or this level of service that they provide, right? So, um, I, I think that's that's really important, and that's how they stand out, and that's how they're still in business, and that's how they 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 you know, getting wealthier and then you know, maybe start a chain after that. Right. So you need to do the same thing with your channel. Right. So you need to do something that you think will set you aside from everyone else. Right. Um, what we do, for example, is, you know, we promote kid friendly stuff as we got along you know I, I figured yeah okay well i really want to make this a little more educational for example so i started doing uh little blips in our videos called um learning with little big gamers so ultimately we always have you know i have a 70 year old that's you know, constantly asking me questions. So, <laughs> uh, mid video, I'm going to have like, daddy, what's an orphan or, or daddy, what is this? And daddy, what is that? Uh, and, and I just take that opportunity to set myself aside by saying, all right, well, let's do something that kind of like mimics or not really like what we used to see with the, the Muppet, the Muppet shows, right? So a little more education. Um, so, I think that that adds value to to our video and what we promote, and also you know it's it's stuff that it's not just gameplay, right? So it's it just adds a little uh, more to our overall style and adds value uh, that really goes hand in hand with what we promote. So again, defining yourself, defining you, your your person, your character, defining your channel, and look at you know what audience you're trying to promote and cater to, right? So, what do
1: you think, Spence? That's a big question. <laughs> Do you want me to repeat the question? Well, no. Uh, to be honest, at this point in my stage, I don't really have an answer to your question.
0: Okay. Then you're failed. You're out. I'm sorry.
1: <laughs> well, that's why I'm here. I'm, I'm here to help, uh, help myself learn and hopefully the stuff that I learn I can share with others.
0: I yeah, think. So that's that's great right so that's that's how you're gonna find yourself and be able to set yourself aside from the site and, and just have your own personality i mean you know there's humor there's always comedy around there but uh there's something just for example taking you as the example uh i watched your rocket league video
1: and you just, the just the beautiful example
0: beautiful example <laughs> uh <clears throat> In your Rocket League video, you 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 constantly try. You know, you're saying, "Oh, I'm going to make this shot. I'm going to make. It. Oh, look, I'm going to do this shot," and then you miss. But then you you have that comeback joke, right? That kind of it, it's always the flow keeps going and going, it, it, and it's fantastic. And I watch Spontaneous because of that stuff. Oh well, thank you. Right. So so that's that's the type of stuff that sets you aside from from other YouTubers that I watch. Yes. Right. So. So there you go.
1: Suck at other YouTubers. I mean, all yeah. YouTubers. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm trying to say,
0: Ross. What do you do to set yourself aside from the rest of the billions
2: of people promoting games? Oh God, that's a good question. Um, I I think it's like I I, I want to stress that <clears throat> if you're starting off with YouTube, you might not necessarily find um, your identity right out the gate. Yeah. Um, I spent my first few videos I felt were very iterative of my inspirations um, and I am becoming a bit more me now I think I get across more of my written stuff than my videos but um, what I'm doing to set myself apart is um, I at least find myself a little bit more uh, I don't know the word, maybe more cynical than, um, <laughs> than my inspiration. Especially since uh, I do review games that I hate. Um, I didn't hate Mario Galaxy, though. (laughs) But um, no, I I, I still, I'm like a lot of people in my position, I'm still finding my feet and trying to work out uh, exactly what I do differently, uh, if I do anything differently at all. Um, And I'm still trying to get my personality across in my videos and just stop copying and pro jared and the completionist which i still feel i'm doing Ah, um i'm trying to still trying to get myself across in my videos um but i do want to be a bit more a bit more uh criticism heavy and trying to say things um and stuff like that yeah i honestly i can't answer Yet, Uh, I started my channel two months ago. (laughs) Yeah, that's good. I mean,
0: you know, it all comes down to to knowing, you know, what you need to do and and knowing what you want to do, right? So before we, we, we move forward, Moretti, did you have anything to say about, you know, standing out?
3: I think we all have our inspirations and we all tend to mimic them. But finding your voice is something that... While difficult, is absolutely necessary yeah. to move beyond the I have 20 subscribers and they're all my family stage to I have fans, actual fans, people who look forward to my content, who are there every time they're uploaded, who are tweeting you and sending you Facebook messages and creating artwork for you and getting to that point. Mm-hmm. You really, really have to decide, I'm going to find my voice. And I think that's true outside of YouTube. I think finding your voice is an important thing outside of, you know, just YouTube. And if you have any experience in finding your voice, like for uh, Big K, he's from a business uh, background. He's almost certainly had to figure out how to be an individual before that. I think once you've gotten to that point where you are figuring out, who you are and what you have to say beyond what games you're doing or what format you're doing beyond any of that. Once you've gotten to that point, I think that's when you're going to start seeing your actual good content coming out.
0: Yeah, I mean, yeah. that's, that is very, very, very true. Uh, again, I think you touched on that as well, right? It's, it's also important to know uh, knowing versus wanting, right? So, Of course, everyone wants all the subs, all the watch times, all the views, all the likes, but how are you going to get there? Right. And this is why communities are really helpful, especially YouTubers. I mean, when I first started going to YouTubers and I was a, you know, a a YouTuber's newbie, uh, you know, I I was all about at first, you know, how can I get more views? Right. But then that kind of transmuted into, wow, this is not a place where I can dump my videos and just, you know, be a hit and runner. This this was actually a lot of people that were uh, willing to give feedback uh, and receive feedback as well, right? So it, it's kind of like help me help you type of deal all the time, right? So we're, I learned, uh, you know, about content creation, uh it gave me ideas on on how to improve myself and my channel for prime example is for you know uh watching crime or gaming's videos right so uh I, I noticed that you had lower thirds right showing all your social stuff uh and, and just by doing that i was like well man i really want to maybe i need to have that so that's that's going to help me engage with other people other channels and and, and also viewers right and get subscribers and Let them know how to reach out to us so that we can, you know, get a little more personal, make it personal so that they come back and say, hey, you know, he really cares about us because he's listening and he responds. Right. Um, So YouTubers as a whole has been really, really helpful with everything. Um, So you know for 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 example and i just touched on that but uh creating engaging content this is really really important and and on that i think that our buddy ross over here has a little bit of a little well quite a few things to say about the topic so how about it rossi what do you think about creating engaging content
2: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> so uh by engaging content we mean um getting lots of likes and comments and having the viewers uh not just view your content but become part of it and engage it you know that that's the recursive definition engage in the content as in like talk to you and uh say things back to you and react to it more than just uh, mindlessly consume it so What a lot of people do is at the end of the video, you'll have a little end card and have a call to action where you'll say, Hey, like, and subscribe and share the video and leave a comment and stuff like that. Um, But in all honesty, you you should definitely be doing that, but it is a bare minimum. So I just wanted to go through some things um, that you should do to get more engagement on top of just a simple call to action and I found a brilliant example in the massive YouTuber, Philip DeFranco. So he does sort of news topics and he'll, um, he well he's a, he's a news channel and he'll talk about a news topic. And in right in the middle of the video, before he transitions to the next news topic, he'll ask the viewers, so what do you think about this topic? Uh, you know, say in the comments and people will actually be talking about it in the comments. Um, he'll pose a question, maybe a particular question about the story to the viewers um, and that will have people talking in the comments and engaging in what he's saying, um, saying, I, you know, I agree with what you're saying, but um, I disagree with this particular point, et etc. et cetera. Maybe he'll hop in the comments and um, respond to them. He also has a show at the end of the week. Not all of us can do this, but he has a show at the end of the week where he'll curate a bunch of comments and respond to them in video form. Um, another good example is Stylosa from Unit Lost who does um, hero change he does like he does overwatch videos so he'll talk about an update maybe a change to a hero and then he'll um, he'll talk about their like the viewers experience with the hero he'll ask them have you been playing more or less of the hero how have you felt about the update stuff like that so what I'm trying to say is um, try not to just say leave a comment say leave a comment about something specific because it doesn't necessarily work. Just shouting at the viewer and saying "leave a comment." Um, <laughs> yeah, no, nobody does that. Um, I will. A lot of people will do it in their call to action, but my, my family it... does. <laughs> You've been disproven. <laughs> oh. They usually come up as spam, though. So I just. You know, <laughs> So, I mean, my examples were, like, outside of Philip Franco, like, what you could do. Let's say you're a viewer. Uh, I do reviews, and I need to start embedding some of my videos. I've kind of done it a bit. But um, I could ask what a viewer thinks about a particular aspect of um, something I'm talking about. I could say, you know, I was reviewing Mario Galaxy. Uh, for the record, I loved it. But... <laughs> <laughs> I love that. <laughs> I'm always trying always push that in. <laughs> I'm sorry. I don't hate everything I play. I need to get rid of that brand, man. Um, No, the the motion controls. I wasn't a fan of the motion controls, but what I should have said at the end of, like, moaning about the motion controls was saying, what What do you guys think about the motion controls? And then in the comments, I'd get a conversation going. I did actually end up talking with Golden Bolt about the motion controls in the comments. But really, I... I should have kind of called that to action and facilitated the engagement, you know? Um, A Let's Player could pose a choice and then come back to it later, say like, oh, I could do this or I could do that. Um, What do you guys think? Say in the comments. Get a conversation going and then come back to it in a later episode and act based on what the comments are suggesting. A vlogger talking about a story could say, uh, ask about similar stories or a particular place, ask about when... Uh, the viewers went to that place or something like that. It's really about making it natural and increasing and creating a conversation and a dialogue with your viewers more than just saying, comment on my video, you know, um, for God, (laughs) I I was going to move on to social media, but first I want to ask if any of you guys do that, if you feel it helps. Um, and if you've got anything to add to what I'm saying,
3: it can be as simple as saying, hey guys, what game should I play next? It doesn't have to necessarily be something specific, though specific certainly helps because you're you're drawing your audience towards an answer that, that they can give to you. If you say, hey, what did you think about this particular part? That might be more specific. It might draw a specific comment that you can create your, your conversation around, but it doesn't have to be, if it's just, Uh, what do you want me to do in my next video?
2: I was going to move on to that actually in a bit um, and talk about things like Twitter polls and um, how very useful stuff like that can be with getting a stake in like viewers having a stake in your videos, right? So, yeah, um, well done.
3: <clears throat>
2: you were definitely.
3: Uh, I, I want to mention, I love dad jokes. Please keep them coming. <laughs> <laughs> so many of
2: those. It's actually, actually getting embarrassing.
0: So something that I, I want to add, um, <clears throat> uh, Golden Bolt actually had a, a, a live stream yesterday. A live stream. <laughs> yeah. <he did> <laughs> Uh, he gave me some Robux so I can play some games and buy some new clothes. Um, <clears throat> yeah, so he, he, he actually live streamed yesterday and live streaming is, is, is you know, his it's an established business, right? And so you're looking at Twitch, for example, and that is huge, right? But now that YouTube has that uh, and I'm pretty sure that you can monetize that, I think that you're going to see a, a surge of people move onto YouTube streaming. Because why not, if I can make money out of it. Something I really found cool about his stream was that he was playing uh, Infamous. uh, No, I think it's one of the latest ones. But anyways, all the karma choices, he was letting the people of the chat decide what to do. Right. So how about that for engagement? Right. So you had people right there uh, in the chat uh kind of like deciding how he would progress the game so i I think that's a prime example that is really really good and and that you know that's that should be seen more and that's definitely going to be i'm definitely going to go see his stream next time because if i want to be part of the game like 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 just him playing the game it's just
2: that's amazing
1: That's a really good point
2: yeah yeah that's um having the viewers sort of make decisions and stuff like that is a good way of getting them engaged and having a stake in the content
0: <clears throat> yeah.
2: yeah joke about me um... <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: there was something funny Did I miss anything is something in my face
2: <laughs> <laughs> um, my friend walked in and snuck underneath the camera
1: oh, um, oh. yeah hi he says hi
2: I'll tell him that thank you um, but no I, I I was going to move on to polls actually, and in my notes, I had mentioned um, like golden balls, just... with
0: polls?
1: yeah, <clears throat> cool, I have my yeah. teenies ready a <laughs> it's, it's a new business
2: guys, um, but no, um having. Having viewers decide, let's say, what game you're going to let's play or review next is a good way of getting them engaged in the content. If you've said, um, if a viewer has said, okay, I want you to do this next, and then you do this next, they're going to be more engaged in it because they have decided that and it's like it's like personal to them. Um, you know, uh, I don't know if you guys have done any of that. Um, Uh, Dancing
0: around goals? No, I can't can't recall. Maybe one time. Uh,
3: (laughs) (laughs) We've made an effort to to make videos that have been requested by fans, but that's about the extent of something that some channels can do. If we're not the type of channel that can say, hey guys, in my next part, I'm going to be battling the giant minotaur. Should I attack it with a sword or a spoon? Not everybody can do that, and... (laughs) For yeah. somebody, somebody who can't, it may just be, hey, What should we do next? Do you have any suggestions? And that that's perfectly okay. That's engagement as well. It can be just as much as do you want a copy of crypto scream in your next video? Go ahead and comment below. And if you like it, we'll go ahead and make it. It can be (laughs) it can be fun like that. It doesn't have to be serious. It doesn't have to be huge. It can be just as much as, you know, do you like my hair in this one? Because everybody thought I was bald because I always wear a hat. Big K. And so it can be something like that. It doesn't have to be a big overarching thing. You don't have to worry about necessarily making this huge, massive, okay, here's my plan for my polls out there. Anything at all, anything at all to increase engagement. I disagree. If you haven't spent
1: at least six weeks planning it ahead of time, then it's not good enough.
3: And that's how can we have spends beautifully scripted out videos. Hey,
1: I'm whatever, whatever. (sighs) Get on my level. By the way, uh, Moriarty, I
0: can't wait for you to open it up to uh, your fans to uh, decide which game you're going to review next, because you better be well sure that it's going to be a digital
1: homicide game.
3: <laughs> and and let just know I it- know that you hate me. <laughs>
0: <And> it's <laughs> what we're all
1: voting for.
0: And you cannot tell me that you do not own the game, because I know for a fact, I have the receipt, actually, <laughs> that you, you know this means This games. means
1: if he opens that up and then he doesn't do it, it proves that he does not care about his fans. Absolutely. It's all about engaging your 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 subscribers, right? Not just Sometimes
0: your fans your are just friends. wrong. <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh. Oh. You're screwed now, buddy. They're leaving.
2: I know everyone keeps telling me to get rid of the Doctor of R- the Garnopus jokes in my videos, but they're wrong.
1: I like those Best too thing. though.
2: <laughs> we all have memes from 2007. Yes. <laughs> No, um, I, I, I guess to close a bit about engagement, um, I was, Moriarty kind of said it, um, although it might feel a bit daunting, like there's a lot, um, once you start doing it, once you start sort of embedding these call to actions in your videos, and once you start like posing questions on particular things to the viewers and having conversations with them in the comments and Twitter and everything like that, it just... It, it, it falls into place and will become natural for your channel um, as long as you put the systems in place to do it. Um, so, yeah, it's um, so I, I have a scenario
0: for you, Ross, and I just want uh, I want your opinion on something. And, and oh the my. other guys,
1: too. Right? This is going to be good.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh so I started putting some memes from fellow YouTubers in our videos. Uh and, and you know in one particular video I put a meme of doctor shattered uh <laughs> sporting a t-shirt with uh, Crime War Gaming's logo with uh, uh the face of Katy Perry in the middle. Um and you know it was funny because um I was trying to be sneaky about it but that guy just never watched my video until I told him just blatantly hey, dude, how about you watch my video? And then he kind of picked it up. And funny enough, he liked it and he subscribed, right? So, I mean, <laughs> I did the same thing for uh, turningly Nerdy. I did the same thing for uh, The wistocracy as well, right? So it kind of uh, put things around. And, and in my head, what happens is that I think, okay, well, that guy is going to obviously, if he subscribed to me or if I tell him to watch my video, he's going to watch it. Uh, and then he's going to realize that, he's in there so he's going to start talking about it to other people other people yeah. will watch the video and then maybe you know occasionally there's going to be one of them that's going to be subscribing to our video because he likes the content that we offer so ultimately that all becomes part of engaging content for, you know for my my opinion yeah. so what do
2: you think about that No, I think, yeah, I I think that's right. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I I have done that. It's (laughs) It's the first time he's (sighs) laughed. Me? Laugh a lot. No, I meant... Um, No, I I actually put a reference to Boat in one of my videos and then ended up having a long conversation within the comments. Um, But I think, yeah, engaging with other people, other YouTubers is a good idea Um, and just getting a dialogue going. Um and drawing people in, I think if um people feel like they're watching your content and it's sort of uh, it's not just this self contained bubble of content but it's something that uh is changing and evolving and they can be part of then um that that makes for engaging content
0: yeah no that's that's great,
1: okay. <laughs> does that mean it's the then, end of your show and next
3: time yes closers. please
2: i'm 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 begging you
3: next time we'll work on how to do a closer that's <laughs> our, our next tutorial i guarantee it it's what we're going to work on
2: yeah i i actually yeah
1: <laughs> i think we're going to take the next 30 seconds of our time just to stare at ross please <laughs> just um, hello uh, ross Oh, wait, sorry. Hello, Ross. <laughs> hey. hey. Hey, Ross. Yeah. Ross, hey. Ross boy. <laughs> Oops.
2: Uh, I am the weakest link. I wouldn't Goodbye. say the weakest
1: link. The most brittle link? <laughs> it's funny because it's almost like he said British. And it sounds like he's British.
2: Yeah, my um my the lights on my camera are making me look very white oh, right now.
1: What can you change the subject? Uh, so <laughs>
0: <laughs> Speaking of Whites, how about we talk about the weekly spotlight and community oh, threads? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh do
1: you guys see it? I'm gonna I'm gonna present it to everyone yeah look at this beautiful so we actually had a beautiful man by the name of let's play killer who was featured as the spotlight user for do can you guys guess why this is a question is directed awesome. towards you guys
0: <laughs> sorry i can't see uh, your face oh, so if it
1: makes if i was moving very close to them like to make it more dramatic <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, he has been really helpful recently and I, I think consistent as well, right? So um, I, I know I've been lurking um, most of the threats and I always see his name all over the place commenting and helping out um, other uh, fellow YouTubers. So I, I think his spot is well deserved, to be honest.
1: Yeah, so Let's Be Killer has been a pretty active member on the community, giving people advice, always keeping conversations going. There's been a lot of threads where, uh, if there haven't been too many comments posted on it, and then suddenly you see him starting to pop up conversations and get them going. And he's just been a really great guy throughout the whole, the whole last several weeks that I've been a part of the community. And I, he's, uh, if you ever get the chance to get a hold of him too, he was a great guy to sit down and talk with. He does a lot of really great videos, which you can see. Look at, look at all of these. Look at these beauties here we're gonna we're gonna click in here on some videos we're gonna look at this so he posts fairly regularly too so if you ever want to watch someone who's posting good quality videos he's the guy look at this look at this he has he's also got one thing you can see it's really cool too is he's got a lot of really nice and interesting thumbnails
0: yeah he's, and he's, he's consistent look at 20, little his, uh, Aww, his little so cartoon in, in most of them it's really awesome that you can see if you scroll down you see like he always puts his little character somewhere in a thumbnail uh, that's and that that is see that's that's part of you know being consistent but also being original right so his originality for doing that is is going get to get him people to to view it
1: right yeah yeah so what's really awesome is uh we actually have him here on the new tubers where he was set up as a spotlight by Mr. Yeah, Jareth, nice. our lead moderator, who posted it. Very, very fancy, man. Thank you, Jareth. You made a apparently beautiful decision. I don't know who actually makes you, the decisions.
0: You're, you're not subscribed to uh, YouTubers yet,
1: so... Uh, uh, no, no, I, I opened it up on a blank... A blank I was trying to, to block
0: the subreddits. Hold on. So if you're not part of YouTubers, Sorry. I highly recommend that you take the few minutes to go on reddit.com forward slash f- uh, fifth forward slash YouTubers and hit that subscribe button.
1: Are you sure it's a subscribe button on Reddit? Uh, yeah. Like, comment, and subscribe. It. Is it subscribe? It,
2: yes. it is. It's a good place to help just get a dialogue going with other new YouTubers and mainly just improve your content and
1: help in other people improve their content um yeah so you can see here there's a lot of people that have they're pretty excited about him to jump in there as well <clears throat> so one of the things to definitely definitely mention is uh you guys kind of brought it up as well uh youtubers the subreddit is it's a place where like uh our beautiful man here let's play kill killer mer sorry i always butcher that he's <laughs> <laughs> uh because he was he's done so much for the community that the moderators wanted to kind of do something back and basically say hey this is a guy who's who's done so much and it's a great opportunity for him because now you know we all get to see him we all get to check out his content we all can kind of communicate and talk to him and tell him how how great it is for all the stuff that he's done and it's it's just a great big great big ego boost and it makes it makes everyone everyone fairly happy
0: yeah absolutely well actually speaking of weekly spotlight uh spence you you were part of that so how did that work for you how was it now did did it uh help you grow what did you get out of it really
1: uh when when it when happened for me uh i found there was a lot of people that i actually started talking to that i hadn't talked to before uh, there's a lot of great conversations that came up. I got a lot of feedback from people that just saw me as the weekly, weekly spotlight, which was really helpful and it helped my channel grow a lot. I also, there's a bit a bit of a growth as well from uh, viewers and subscribers during it too. And hopefully, uh, from, from what I've seen, Let's Play Kilimers having that as well. So hmm. one of the questions is, Well, one of the questions that people may be having is how do you become a spotlight user? And it's as simple as being helpful, joining the community, starting some conversations and just going from there. The more you, the more you help other people, the more they'll return the help towards. I said that terribly. The more you help others, the more that they're going to help you. And I believe that's uh more you'd have because you're part of the moderators. So you have a pretty good idea of the kind of stuff that you guys wanted to do with the spotlight. And I believe when we talked before, what you had said is the idea of the spotlight was just to kind of give back a bit uh to yeah. someone who's been
3: helping out a lot throughout the community. Yeah, the spotlight is exclusively there. Because we, as a community of 13,000 new YouTubers, we want to say, here's somebody who's helping out that community. Here's somebody who is either posting really great content or creating something brand new, or they're working on the Discord and helping people out, or whatever it is, they're helping the community before they're helping themselves. And that is something that we absolutely, absolutely encourage. It's something that we love to see. If you're out there and you are willing to spend your time and your effort and your day helping out other YouTubers and potentially saying the exact same feedback a hundred times, but not getting all angry and upset about it, you're going to be able to, or or rather you should be able to, to be rewarded for that. And that's why we have the spotlight.
1: That's actually yeah, a, really, it's a really good point. Because uh, yeah. a lot of the... There's always new people joining the subreddit. There's, There's... Well, every day, more and more people are subscribing to it. And because of that, there's a lot of people that they haven't been a part of the community long enough to see different questions. So there's... Because of that, there's a lot of questions that get repeated. Which... Uh, I don't exactly know where I was going with that. It kind of plays off of what you were saying there. So, yes. Now that we discussed
0: all the weekly spotlight stuff, how about, you know, how do you actually build the community?
1: Oh. <gasps> Oh, oh. building a community why would someone want to do that why would you want to build a community of people that interact with each other communicating sharing it with other people and then coming back and viewing your content I don't know why any of us would want to do something like that
3: Exploiting called- them for nudes <laughs>
1: <laughs> so the reason why we would want to build a community is because it creates a building a community kind of creates a center for people to come back to that they enjoy it's like it's like imagine think of kind of like a small town where there's maybe 250 people for example uh, it's a small community everybody get everybody kind of knows each other because of that uh, people go and they'll help each other out if there's events through for the town people will go to the event they'll help clean it up if they enjoy the community then they share that then when they're talking to someone else that's not a part of that community they'll be like oh man have you been to my town it's so cool you should come check it out so then all of this information is now being shared because they love their community and they love it so much they want to share it with other people. Does that make That's sense? That's great.
0: Yeah. No, yeah. Also known as
1: reach. Yes. Yes. Reaching. Yeah. That was. I like it. That was beautiful. <laughs> so, how does someone go about building a community? It's kind of difficult with YouTube because with YouTube, your main uh, source of communicating with other people is you create a video then they post a comment or they like, and then you can reply to their comment. That's basically the extent. I mean, you can send private messages to people, but a lot of people don't see them and it's still kind of a pain. It's a pain in the bedinsky to be able to go around and get to all of that stuff. So how, how do we go about doing that? Well, there's a beautiful thing that a few of you have brought up called social media. And, What's really awesome about social media is now there's tons and tons of different kinds of social media that ca- that work with promoting different content and communicating, the main focus communicating with other people to build a community in different ways. Uh, Ross, do you have any sort of social media that you like to use?
2: Yeah, I am very active on Twitter. Yeah, why yeah. do you I'm like Twitter, Twitter so calls. much? Um... I am a very constant stream of consciousness person. Um, and another part of people are always, uh, well, hopefully always like replying and I'm talking to people. Um, I, uh, I end up like talking to um, possible subscribers in DMS on Twitter. Um, yeah, Twitter, and...
1: Twitter's a fantastic place for, for having conversations with other people, uh, other things like you know you can you can post your thoughts a, a random thought yeah. you had that today like oh man spaghetti is amazing and then <laughs> someone else can scary. go like oh man i love spaghetti too so then they share that <laughs> and now all these people that are loving spaghetti now there's this what, your tweet about loving spaghetti is now spread out between a whole bunch of people now you've been able to share your thoughts with all of these other people like that's twitter is pretty awesome hashtag spaghetti, hashtag yeah. spaghetti. <laughs> what about you big k do you have any social media that you really like besides twitter
0: oh well uh yes i do have uh facebook uh in which i'm trying to grow right now i I think it's a really good platform because i mean again messaging is really easy um but I, I think before going into you know a specific platform, I, I think I should mention, and that is something I read a few years ago in of uh, Gary Vaynerchuk's book. Um, I don't know if you guys know him, but he's uh, he's a marketing mastermind, especially when it comes to social media, and something that we all need to understand about social media, it's that it is the new email. It is the new or old mail system, where if we keep pushing and pushing and pushing, people will start losing interest, right? So point. You, you need to have that balance between pushing and also engaging and, and also doing a lot of you know, just just thoughts like rossi's doing a great job as just posting about spaghetti, and, and then he's going to extend his reach to other people that love spaghetti, and that that's really good. But if you only use social media to say, "Hey, go check my videos," "Hey, got a new video out," "Hey," you know, that's actually um,
1: a wonderful point. Yes, it goes into my engage. next topic. Can we save Sorry. your thought for that? Yes. Perfect. <laughs> thank you no no i i just wanted to interrupt you because that actually plays really well into the the next spot there so we will save that for that i didn't read that that's okay i forgive you this time but next time i will murder you okay so uh going back to facebook um what kind of what kind of posts do you make on facebook
0: um it, similar to uh, rossi's twitter polls um i actually try and engage and get some input for uh ideas for example. So
1: when you post on facebook are you making kind of shorter posts or longer posts are you posting pictures or videos what kind of what kind of content is it
0: um it's mostly text because there's some links with youtube that will Automatically push the videos that I do whenever they uploads right okay. um, So so that's good, but it's now I, I just want to make sure
1: you know I'm not actually coming out and attacking you on your Facebook. I'm just asking questions
0: I know if I felt attacked then I you know, just tell you that you can think whatever you think, you want to think <laughs> about So me when level.
1: you go to make these kinds of posts on Facebook, what made you decide to use Facebook for this kind of uh communication
0: um I, I think so i i've never really used twitter a whole lot um so it, facebook for me is a bit more familiar okay right it's easy to use and i've been using it for years and i have uh, another business on uh, another page for business there so it's pretty much kind of like uh, encompassing everything else that i'm doing right so it's just easier it's one tap instead of going to another app
3: Uh, I think that's an important point there is you should use what you're comfortable with. If you're not comfortable with Instagram and Snapchat and Tumblr, creating an extra page there just for some added reach is potentially detrimental, but certainly a waste of time. And in the marketing promoting world, time is really valuable and you shouldn't be wasting it on something that in the end is going to be ineffective yeah
2: that's um yeah, i totally um, agree i was really familiar with twitter um i had few years back i was running like a role play account uh those used to be a thing where you'd like Ooh. be a character from a what was um, her name f- from a show <laughs> no i was um what was i I was Stewart from was the it, Big Bang Theory? It was I a, well, Lady One show. Six Seven. <laughs> um, <laughs> lady no, boss. I ended up with a couple thousand subscribers, and I guess I'm good. like really familiar with the um, with the whole thing now. Um, and it was I was constantly striking up conversations and stuff like that. And with um, Twitter, um, you'll find that you get more uh as like a community and as views um by sharing and talking about stuff completely unrelated from your content like if i post a video uh just say hey watch my video um i'll probably get less out of it than just talking about stuff and having someone go hey he's a pretty cool guy oh look he makes videos you know
1: yeah no that that is another fantastic point that we'll be covering later on in my subject (laughs) Oh, you. You know, just do my do my show for me. Do show. So Sorry. Moriarty, do you have any social media that you use besides Twitter or Facebook?
3: I am primarily on Twitter and Facebook. I am excited for the new YouTube update that's supposed to be coming in another month or so. Uh, rumor, rumor. And that will be a Twitter, Facebook type of feed on your YouTube channel. I'd like to see how that works. But other than that, I've, I've got some feelers out there that I use through uh, If This Then That, but that's about it.
1: So what What was it that got you to using Twitter? Why did you decide to, to jump onto that?
3: Twitter is a really good alternative to the type of form that we do for videos. So I do typically a nine to 15 minute video where we're talking somewhat in depth about a specific topic and Twitter is 140 characters where you can just kind of say, Hey, what do you think about spaghetti? And that is a really nice short form of communication that you don't have in your videos. I think that playing to the strengths of each one of the social media f- uh, forms to their their actual um, strengths in content size is important so facebook you can do longer posts and you can kind of get a little bit more in depth while leading out to a blog which is a super in-depth long form piece of uh of communication and then you have twitter which is incredibly short form and you know lasts for a, a tale of about 20 minutes
1: see that's actually that is i'm very happy that you said all that because that's the point i'm trying to get across here is when when you're deciding what kind of social media that you want to want to make yes it's important to use what you're comfortable with but what you need to ask yourself is what are you trying to what kind of posts are you trying to make what do you want to share through your social media because certain things are going to work a lot better with different uh social medias like if you use if you love writing long blog posts then twitter and facebook may not be the perfect places for you yes it'll work a little bit better on facebook but if those are the kinds of if that's the kind of stuff that you like posting then you need to start looking to more of like the blogging places like uh like blogger or tumblr like those are the kinds of places that are going to be a lot better for sharing your kind of content through social media so it's it's important to uh, if there's any point i can get across with the social media stuff it's 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 that Ask yourself what kind of content do you want to share, and then look through the different kind of social medias. Do a bit of research and decide which one is the best for your kind of content.
3: Does that make sense?
0: Yeah, I hope so. Uh,
3: If you have a question, leave a comment in (laughs) (laughs) this If you have a comment question,
1: yeah. Thank you, Mario. This is why this is why we keep you around. (laughs) So. One of the big, Twitter. so let's say you've gone through, you found the kind of social media that you're really comfortable with. How do you then tackle promoting on that social media? Because that's, that's a tough thing. If all you do, like it was mentioned before, if all you do is promote your content, that's not people are people. I mean, if you're, if you're super famous, then none of this is relevant because people are just going to go there to watch it. But when you're starting out, it's. It's important for your community to be built. And if all you're doing is promoting, then they're not going to, I'm not going to want to go to someone's Twitter and just see an entire list from the last like four weeks of just watch this video, watch my video. Oh, my video is amazing. Like it's not, it's not entertaining. It's not, I want to go there to be able to talk with them and to engage with them. And if all they're doing is promoting, it's... It's not going to be exciting. But that being said, it's also important to find ways to promote your content. Um, So that comes into our next point of what's the difference between... Well, I guess we've kind of talked about kind of tackled this. What's the difference between communicating and promoting? The difference between communicating and promoting is when you promote, you're just... You're putting... It's basically... It's like a poster. If I put a poster up on the wall here, that's promoting. But if I... Uh, if i put a question up on the wall that's communicating does that make it's kind of a, an obscure way of of saying it um the difference between promoting and communicating is promoting is your you're kind of giving information to people but communicating is your taking you're taking kind of uh, their uh, thoughts their ideas and you're interacting with it
3: i think i can simplify what you're trying to say by okay. saying that promoting is one way whereas communication is two-way.
1: Yeah. You got this. If you ever have any questions, go to Moriarty because he will make them sound really good.
3: Please don't. (laughs) I'm, Uh, I'm quite busy enough. Thank you very much.
1: So let's say you're now at the point where you found the social media, like you're having a great time talking with people. You're also finding ways to promote your content, but you're thinking to yourself, okay, I want to expand now. I want to go in different directions what's a effective way to do this well if you go on to your youtube channel and you look at your analytics section you'll actually be able to it actually shows you Uh, where content is where how people are getting to your content Uh, you can see people how many people have come from reddit how many people have come from twitter and there's a whole bunch of other sources as well and if you see that you're not a part of reddit but there's a lot of people that are started that are finding your content through reddit then that might be a place for you to start uh, kind of in starting to move towards and integrating into um it's there i mean it's tough because you don't. You won't always be able to know exactly how someone's finding the content. Like you could be getting a whole bunch of traffic from Reddit because someone posted, "Hey, look at this guy's video. It's terrible." But we're all going <laughs> to hope that that's not what happens. <laughs> so,
3: sorry, we're we're not that's not point.
1: where you're from. Yeah.
2: Um, with Reddit, uh, Reddit is a dangerous place. Like, if you post your video on there, people are going to sort of immediately be. Um, Suspicious of you, right?
1: They're advertising. Yeah, yeah Reddit's um, Reddit's a great place to get lots of views, but very short watch time. Because Reddit's Reddit's, if anybody who's familiar with Reddit, I just recently became familiar with it a couple of weeks ago, um, and it's what I've what I've seen is Reddit's a lot of fast content. You know, you're kind of scrolling through. There's like a funny little short video, or there's some sort of comment that someone's posted that you think's funny, and you make little comments back into it it's it's something for fast-paced cars it's fast-paced and it's not meant for if you have like a, a really like a if you have two hour long documentaries and you want to share that on reddit go for it but just be aware that it's not people aren't usually going to find long longer videos and longer kind of posts and comments as interesting on reddit Oh,
0: i i think I think it depends on where on Reddit you post it yeah right? I mean if you go to you know uh documentaries for example where you okay, have- yep. Yeah. The, subscri- the subscription is <laughs> people this watching round. documentaries, right? So, of course, there are two-hour documentaries. Maybe that's going to be appealing to a lot of people. However, if you have a 20-minute uh, video of, of you know, a Let's Play, for example, then, then yeah, I, I do agree that if the third, the first 30 seconds is not engaging, then chances are you won't have much watch time from it. Because, again, it's fast, it's quick, and, and if it's not good from the get-go, they're just going to go to the next one.
3: And I I think this all goes back into knowing the social media that you are approaching. Reddit is a social media. It is essentially a giant forum. And so if you have no experience with forums, that's going to be a little bit more difficult if you're coming to it saying, "Okay, this is Twitter, this is Facebook, this is anywhere else that I can post. And it is not. I think Rossi wanted to jump in there.
2: Oh um I was it was just like the word forum uh, immediately jumped out because I was uh, going to get across that reddit is a place to have conversations right um to a greater or lesser extent because it's a forum and I've found if I strike up a conversation on reddit and then use my videos as an aid to that conversation um, okay. that tends to be how you can get something out of Reddit um, so and you're using so
1: people I like it you,
2: also you add to that community right like <laughs> I shared my Harry Potter videos on Reddit and I didn't like say watch my Harry Potter videos I said like let's talk about the Harry Potter games and I um, made this long ass post about Harry Potter games and like the experiences I had the games? Them. Like, huh? And
0: how you hated the games.
2: <laughs> I enjoyed two of them and hated the rest. Um, so, no, it was like, um, it was like yeah, let, let's all talk about them. And um, right at the bottom of the post, just right at the bottom in brackets, was also I made some videos on them, watched them. Um, how did that, that turn out for you? Did you get I, lots uh, of I feedback about, from it then? I had the, the Fred ended up getting about 10 upvotes, and I got about 100 comments. Um, of just, like, loads of people talking about the Harry Potter games and me talking about it with them. I ended up getting um, a fair amount of views and a fair amount of subscriptions from it because I wasn't outright going, watch my videos. I was engaging in a community and the community was engaging with me.
3: And this does feed back into the idea of conversation versus promotion. This is true on all of the... The social media is if you are conversing with somebody, if you reach out to somebody and you say, "Hey, by the way, how are you?" They're going to want to talk to you. They're going to want to uh, converse, and then later on, you can go, "By the way, hashtag #spaghetti," and you don't have to come into it saying. Here's my stuff. Please love me because that's not going to be something that will actually engage your users. Like we were talking about a little bit earlier, you, you are still entertaining even on your social medias. And even if that entertainment is just a copy of what you do in your videos, it still can't be watch my videos because that brings nothing of value to the conversation as a whole.
2: And they don't want a part of
1: it because of that exactly
3: they just feel used
1: and abused (laughs) (laughs) yeah so uh now that we've now that we've all gotten comfortable in our beautiful situation in our scenario here as i may put it uh we have all become comfortable with all of this we've we've found our perfect uh our social medias we've found our how people or we found other social medias people are enjoying so we've kind of started to integrate into those now how do we we've integrated into them how do we start to expand within those social medias well what's what you need something to the what you need to try and learn how to do which i'm still very very difficult it's very difficult for me i'm trying to focus on this is it's creating content that's designed to share you want to make it shareable and the the biggest thing i can say for that is your headlines are extreme <coughs> oh that was Don't your head, your headlines are extremely important oh, because if you post something that's like oh, it's spaghetti blah, blah 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 if that was the the text that you put at the end blah, 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 blah. like that's that's not shareable people would see it and they'd be like oh, okay cool maybe i found it funny but if you post if you instead posted something like oh wow this spaghetti is gluten-free i can't believe it that's it's starting to make it shareable because it's something that someone who has a gluten allergy or knows something about gluten uh, like Gluten allergies, they can kind of relate to it, and that makes it all like that can make it shareable to like for them. Is that making sense? Yeah, it's almost
0: almost like clickbait.
1: (laughs) (laughs) You know what? That's that's actually a very good way of you're basically. Yeah, it's like, think of, think of when you go, if, if you have never opened up a magazine or a newspaper, I would suggest doing this. And if you read through all of the titles, you'll see that they're worded in ways where when you read it, You're like you know what this could possibly be related to me or i may find this interesting because there's something about it that i've experienced like that's how all of how all of these headlines for newspapers and magazines are designed is so that the person reading it feels some sort of connection to it and then they'll open it up and they'll go to it
0: absolutely no i i agree 100 that's uh
1: it's very important It's something that a lot of people find very difficult, including myself. Uh, Have you guys had any experiences with this before where you've started kind of to try out different things with how you're posting on social media?
0: Um, Yeah, I mean, so a little experiment on Facebook, actually, because it was all because of timing, right? So I started my Facebook page or our Facebook page, should I say, uh, maybe three or four. Yeah, three weeks ago. Um, So ultimately, uh, most of the content that I already had on YouTube was on YouTube and not on my page. So I wanted to kind of like slowly put some of our videos in there. Uh, So ultimately, what ended up happening is that I kind of uh made the video a little more appealing by putting some text around you know what we did in the video what to expect and do some okay. like quirks and twists right so uh, so just make a little story about what the video is all about uh and then you know you just slap little m in there or, or uh, something cute about kids and you know it's massive views all there right it's it's all there it's it's all logic uh, but that's that was just a little experiment right so uh, it, A, it built up a little bit of content on the YouTube page. And also, you know, it was a little more than just a video. It was like, hey, did you ever do this or do that? Or did you ever eat spaghetti that was gluten-free? Well, we did. And here's a video. Watch it.
1: (laughs) Watch it out, please. Like,
0: (laughs) Click here if you want to see us get sick from gluten-free spaghetti.
1: For the record, I eat a lot of it. It's not, not that bad. (laughs) you say you eat a lot of spaghetti? Gluten-free stuff. So you can say that you really enjoy noodles in your mouth? (laughs) Good. Eh? Eh? Yes. There we go. You You heard it here first, folks. (laughs) I also hate games. Yes, you hated a lot of things. But, (laughs) getting back onto topic... We, anybody who's gone through the time to put together posts or comments or anything on social media, you know how much effort you put into it. And so when someone else takes the time out of their busy schedule and their busy day to go and post on your comment, then you need to, you need to give them a hug. Say, thank you. Sharing is caring. Yeah. Yeah. So the i think i can't remember who told it was one of it, was, it doesn't matter someone told me this and they're really smart because they said anytime someone comes out it takes time out of their busy day to send them a comment or a, to reply to something that they've posted then then they always give them a hug well this like a, i said i said that just like a, that was you yeah that was oh, me. well this is for you then
0: Oh, thank you. I'll give you a virtual
1: high five. How about that? That works. So now that we've gone through this process of building a community with our viewers, what's the next step after that for helping to improve your content? Uh, That would be building a network with other creators, finding ways to interact with them and we actually happen to have a specialist on this subject today and may i introduce to you guys grand sage moriarty
3: oh that's sweet (laughs) very nice yeah networking is important after you've built a community the next important jump is to networking and i know that a lot of creators would rather go out and just promote and promote like we've already talked about especially after you spent all of your time creating this content and that is important too but promoting gives a boost to one video whereas networking is a long-term solution to a lot of different problems including promotion a lot of our dear listeners will say that networking is tough or i don't know where to start however Almost every YouTuber listening to this is already part of the new tubers community. And that's the first step. You're already networking when you're on the subreddit or on the discord or watching this, we represent 13,000 different YouTubers from one sub to 4,500 subs. You can definitely make friends for growth on here. One of the biggest benefits of networking is that you can get feedback and you can ask for feedback And improve the quality of your videos, your channel, even your professional demeanor, as we spoke about earlier, developing your brand, developing your voice. So, for example, Rossi, what's the best feedback you ever got?
2: Uh, It was about my voice, actually, Uh, not this British thing. Um, (laughs) I I, I literally mean who I am. Um, That's racist. My my friend saw my earlier videos that I never got posted and he said you're like a budget Yahtzee from Zero Punctuation. Um, and then the later videos, you're like a budget Kid And what I found there was I'm not doing my own thing. I'm copying other people and that really helped me improve my content. Uh, that's That's how important feedback is. Sometimes you, you can't see uh what you're doing as clearly as somebody else can
3: absolutely i understand what you mean and we did talk about that finding your voice what about you big k you've received a lot of feedback i'm sure
0: uh yeah most like the most feedback we've we've got on the channel was uh, mainly family members telling us that uh, little M is cute and stuff like that. But uh, aside from that, uh, from, from Reddit, uh, really everything from, um, from audio uh, to, to overall quality to uh, the dynamics between little M and myself, um, you know, and we actually worked a lot on that, right? So from the first Few videos where it was only little M, you know, and he was just you know making weird noises with his mouth, you know. So <laughs> uh, I like that. You know, kid. I learned from that feedback that I need to sit with him and kind of engage him into looking at the camera and stuff like that, right? So that all really good feedback.
3: Even that wall behind you,
0: even that wall behind me was feedback from you, um fantastic Moriarty, because I it's had Grand Sage Moriarty. A grand, grand
1: Sage moir.
3: Yeah, I don't want this to be a thing.
1: <laughs> oh, we all get. Right but it's we funny. Don't <laughs> Look, we get spaghetti. You get Grand Sage. So, <laughs> Grand Sage and spaghetti. Yeah. <laughs> oh, good. I mean, if you want spaghetti, I'll take Grand Sage. So,
3: um, I've no.
2: <laughs> I'll take anything over
1: hating video games. <laughs>
3: What about you, Sven?
1: The greatest feedback I could have ever gotten is actually from my sister, where I sat her down. I said, hey, I found this funny video. You should check it out. And I sat her down to watch my video. And she watched the first 15 seconds of it. And she turned to me and she said, Spencer, you're not funny. You're not entertaining. This is boring. And the reason why that was the best feedback I could have gotten is... It's my sister. She's known me for my entire life, so she knows what kinds of things to expect from me. And there's been so many times that uh, I hang out with her and she were both laughing and having a great time. But when she watched the first 15 seconds of my video, she found it almost repulsive. And it was from then that I started putting a lot more effort into kind of, kind of like, but me... Like vomiting me all over my videos.
3: (laughs) I love that. I love the fact that in all of our cases, the best feedback you've ever gotten was negative. I like that because I think that you'll see that feedback of the, you're really, really great. Isn't feedback at all. Not unless you're already PewDiePie and even him, I'm sure when he hears, Hey, you're really, really great. It's like, yeah, that's great, man. But What about, for example, my very best feedback was somebody who went onto the channel and they said, I don't know what I'm watching. You don't have any branding for your different segments. And when you put out a new video, I don't know if I'm going to get a segment A or a segment B or a segment C. And therefore, I just don't watch any of it. And that made me realize a major flaw in my channel design where i went in and i i made it very clear visually i introduced playlists i broke out my um my channel a lot more to make it clear what kind of what kind of content you're actually getting and at what time so i i really do appreciate that they're all negative and i think that anybody who's sitting here watching this will say yeah you know what the best feedback i ever got was negative can you think of any positive feedback? I mean, like it's just not there. So after you've started getting and giving feedback, you'll probably want to start working closer with certain people that you've met. Uh, you might need to constantly build those relationships though. So you might want to stretch your legs, move into different YouTube relationships with larger or completely different kinds of YouTubers. And I think my biggest recommendation there is to not be scared, not to be scared of size, whether viewership or reputation. If there's someone that you want to work with, you ask them and they may just say yes. That's how we've managed to build relationships with YouTubers in the hundreds of thousands of subs range, even getting into collaborations with one. And we did it when we had less than 50 subs. You can also just start a conversation with a guy who's around 500 subs, whose content you just really enjoy, and help promote each other. This is all about what you give versus what you get. Sometimes you get literally nothing immediate. Big K and I work together on a couple of different projects, and we've collaborated on our channels. And I would say it's arguable that Little Big Gamers, the channel, didn't actually get that much from it. However. He's continuing to build that relationship with us. It's going to continue regardless of the numbers, right? Absolutely.
0: Absolutely. And, and, you know, collaboration is a huge thing. We can make an episode entirely on collaboration, I think, and the benefits and and everything. But ultimately, uh, it just gets the collaboration we did together, by the way. Even if I, I didn't get much out of it, I networked with you I networked with Dr. Shattered, right, and, and Crypto, and that was the purpose of it all, right? Um, getting to know you guys a bit more so that maybe you guys, you know, whenever you, you have a spot for another collab, you need someone, you're like, hey, how about BK, because last time, you know, uh, he was a good guy and not doing anything wrong while <laughs> Dr. Shattered went at it and yelled at that <laughs> for an hour. Uh, so, But that's the thing, right? And, and you guys know who we are and what we do so if ever you hear someone say hey you know what i'm really looking for some kid safe content on youtube uh you know and then you're gonna be like well uh that guy you know don't watch big K, he sucks is, is, absolutely don't watch him
1: because
0: <laughs> his content don't is, is atrocious and, and you shouldn't really watch his stuff but so that's the point of working, right so you need you, you do something uh with someone else uh, whether it's communicating, whether it's whatever, collaborations. And then in return, then, you know, maybe you're going to get something massive. Maybe something viral is going to come out of it, but in most cases it doesn't. But at least you're building that network, you're building that friendship. And that's what's really important.
3: Yeah, absolutely. And I think one of the interesting things is that even though you are getting nothing right and and i'm i'm doing air quotes getting nothing there is still that mercenary aspect there where you're saying i'm hoping to get views and everything but you're still giving to get. And that's one of the things that I really think the new tubers in specific have to understand is that you give to get. If you go out there and you push your promotions, or if you go out there and you just do me, 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 you're going to completely isolate your community. What do you think about this, Sven?
1: I think you're entirely right. There's a lot of times where I get messages on my channel where it's some guy saying, "Hey, I love your videos, but definitely come check out my stuff and like, share, and subscribe." So then, like, all right, and I'll click on the guy's videos, and uh, you can sometimes you'll be able to, <coughs> excuse me, catch him on other smaller channels where he's made the exact same post, and you go and you look at their videos, and it's maybe they have like three thousand subscribers, but their videos are getting like forty views tops. Yeah, I don't I mean, even click on those
0: anymore. This, this, this entire, uh, you know, sub for sub uh, thing, I think to me is more of a detriment because ultimately you you get nothing out of that. Uh, you get a number that increases with every time someone clicks on subscribe. If that person is not active in, in, in watching your content, then... I mean, it's not even rewarding in my opinion. So, so I'm, I mean, sub for sub stuff, I'm completely against it. And that's my own personal opinion of it. I'd rather have uh, someone watching our videos weekly or one of our videos when they have the time than having someone asking, you know, for subscribe back for subscribing
2: to our channel.
1: Hopefully that answers your question.
3: How about you, Rossi?
2: Uh how about me? Yeah, I, I think everyone else kind of um, kind of su- summed it up really. I, I um, agree on the whole sub for sub thing. Um, I think I'd rather have viewers that watch my content. Thanks.
3: Um, yeah. Good. Good. <laughs> I guess a lot of this is really more about the idea of long-term thinking versus short-term. If you're trying to make YouTube a real thing in your life, you've got to get in the habit of thinking how to benefit yourself in the long-term. And usually that's by making yourself valuable to others, giving good feedback, building relationships, not being afraid to give without getting if you're just saying hey what am i getting out of this then you're not building that conversation you're not building that community and let's face it as creators we aren't getting anything at the beginning we're giving it all away and that's what this is when you create your youtube channel you are giving out your content you're giving out yourself you're giving out your time in the hopes that they will also give you time back and if we're not accepting that you have to give and you have to give, and you have to give without thinking about what am I getting? What am I getting back? What am I getting now? Why don't I have 10,000 subs? Why aren't I making money? I- I'm going to join an MCN because I'm tired of this and I want more money. When you're not thinking about the long term, Including in social media and including in engagement. Because let's face it, going in and talking about comments or saying comment below is not about that one video. It's not about the one video. It's about the whole thing. It's about creating that community. You are 100% right. I like hearing that. You can continue (laughs) to repeat that if you'd like. You are 100% (laughs) right. Fantastic! It doesn't 100%. get any worse. No, it's and I,
0: yeah, that's a really good point. I think I I don't think I've ever seen this as I'm giving everything away for nothing in the beginning, but that that is very fair. And, and also, it's really important to understand that it's not an overnight thing, right? Um, and and it's never going to be until you know you just need to consistently work at it
2: weirdly enough i already felt really rewarded by my content like uh, oh i, oh, I can hear the ego here <laughs> no i i uh, i put out a video that i've spent hours working on and it gets like 30 views or something five likes and people saying hey it's pretty good i'm already happy with that if i ever get big i can't imagine how that would feel <laughs> you mean when you get yeah. big Yes, yes, when, of course. Yeah. I'm going to be doing collabs with John Drum one day. It will be great.
3: <laughs> I'm, I'm actually it right there for with the you. I, I do understand what you mean by that. I had a shout-out today from a guy on the radio, and he recorded... His reactions and seeing this guy's smile break out on his face as awesome. he watched our stuff and talked about our channel was literally the best experience I have had since I created anything in in YouTube. And we've been doing this for I don't know four months now. So that was that was me getting it back. Nice.
1: And can we actually talk about that for seconds? That's really awesome. Like, uh, what did? How did you find out about this? Like, did the person actually contact you ahead of time, or did you just happen to stumble across it on the radio?
3: No, he asked me. He asked me. He said, "Would it be okay if i uh, if I gave you a shout out on my radio show?" And I said, "Well, you know, I don't know. I'll have to think about that <laughs> <laughs> And then he sent me a video saying, "By the way, here it is. Here's the shout out that I did." And well, that's um, so cool. That's the kind of stuff that fans will do if you build the community. This is a guy who, when he first started commenting on our videos and commenting on Twitter and doing that kind of stuff, was just another potentially faceless number. And if I had treated him that way, instead of treating him as what he was a fan, I probably wouldn't have gotten the shout out. I probably wouldn't have had him view and comment on every single video since then. I mean, this guy's gone back to our very first stuff and that's oh, something wow. that you'll see as you build that community. That's awesome. That's,
0: that's incredible. Um, you can't wait to hit, uh, hit that, that point. Actually, I think just having someone draw a picture for little M that would mean the world to him. Just, just something, you know, just to, to get that feeling. And again, it's not a shout out on the radio, but it's someone appreciating what you've been giving all this time. So,
3: absolutely, absolutely, that's great. Yeah, the very first thing I ever got from a fan was somebody who'd found my Steam, um, my Steam account, and they simply just recolored my icon for me. But it was fan art, regardless. That's awesome. And that's the kind of stuff that you can get and you'll start seeing and you'll start getting lots of interactions. If you build the community and you treat them like a community, just don't share any games with him. Cause he will never play them. True that's, that's not, I will eventually get to all <laughs> 19 of the digital homicide <laughs> games, but I just understand that I'm going to require several weeks of recuperation in a hospital after this. <laughs> I'm Those people murder games. Oh, that
0: was digital like. homicide. <laughs> There's a reason behind the name.
2: <laughs> Maybe that was intentional. Maybe, Maybe so. so. Uh.
0: Um. So I, I think we also have some news, right, uh, Moriarty? About uh, changes that are coming to the YouTubers subreddit, and I think Ba-ba-ba-ba. that and thank you for that uh i think it since we have you here uh you're in a really good position to explain what we can expect changing in the subreddit in the very near future
1: and we will tell you if we agree with them or not because our opinions value very greatly
3: all right so first of course we have the fact that we have the newtubers youtube channel which this is hosted on Woo! We also have the new tubers Twitter account, which we will be using in specific ways. And we'll go more into that a little bit later on social media, that's the kind of the thing we're working on putting up a Twitch channel for streamers. We're going to start bringing streamers into the newtubers community, which is something yeah. that we've never done before. We, we basically have zero streamers and we don't really have any resources or assets for them either. And our next big project is we're going to be introducing <laughs> user flares.
0: Ooh, Ooh, tell us more about these flares. Yeah, what about these flares? I want to know
3: more. So one of the things that we have seen is certain members of the community, uh, a pretty significant portion of them really want to interact with the community a lot more and they want to be rewarded for that. And we want to reward them for that as opposed to simply having one spotlight user every week. And that's it. That's the only kind of hands outs that we can give. We're going to start a tiered level of user flares where you can move through your interactions in the community up through the tiers and get more and more perks from that, including the twitch channel, having some guest spots on the YouTube channel, having some shout outs on the Twitter, things along those lines.
1: Wait, are you saying that people get to feel special for more than one week? Yeah,
3: yeah, that's the idea.
0: <laughs> that is incredible. Now what what are we expecting out of this? Are we expecting people to be you know be more vocal and be more? uh, community friendly and, 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 you know, just run after providing all this feedback and, and, and giving their time and efforts and making sure, or, you know, contributing to the success of other fellow YouTubers. If they were send basically me a check
1: with $10, I will, I will put their name forward.
3: yeah we're basically going to just be trying to reward those people who are giving selflessly as they do now when For example, our spotlighted user goes out there and he posts his fantastic feedback. What else can we do other than give him spotlight? And what value does that have in the long term for him to continue to provide to the community? We want to be able to show our dedicated users that they are absolutely essential, that we appreciate them, and that we will continue to help them grow from one sub to 4,500 subs, and eventually, hopefully, even beyond that.
0: That's great. That's really good news. I, I think that is something that I actually put in um, in the survey that uh, the Oh, so now you're just so trying to take so
1: credit so. for Moriarty's well, idea. I see uh, how not, not,
0: I, I think we all discussed this before, but um, I, I think it's really valuable uh, because there's really... Community members that stand out more than others because they, they just want to give more to uh, to the people of of the subreddit and and that's that's admirable and and it should be promoted or, or recognized in a suitable f- fashion and and I think that you know uh, the, the user flares are uh, is actually an amazing idea so good
1: job mod team love you guys yay. Yay. Can uh can I make a request? Can we request that the top tier be grand sage? <laughs>
3: <laughs> I will take that under advisement.
1: Thank you. we'll present
3: I it say. to the mod team. What? I we'll present that to the mod team. Excellent. <laughs> I can write a letter too if you would like. I would appreciate it if you could write an open letter and post it on Facebook and Twitter uh, so that we can actually decide through peer open pressure.
1: Letter, Facebook, <laughs> Twitter. Is it okay if I post it on the subreddit as well?
3: Hmm. Or is Probably that- okay to post it, but would it be deleted? I guess that depends. <laughs> yeah, all right. I'm going to stick with Facebook and Twitter. And that's kind of all of the changes that we've got planned for now.
1: That's good. I think it's
0: it's a lot actually. That's a lot of projects. Just a YouTube channel, the the Twitter, the Facebook, all the social stuff, uh, the the Twitch uh, channel. That that's that's a huge undertaking. So I, I'm sure you guys are always very very busy. And we thank you for uh, being such awesome moderators and community leaders. I'm thank not you up, by the way just I, uh, you guys just, uh, are
1: awesome. just kiss his butt a little more there will you <laughs> um
3: thank you and you're welcome
1: <laughs> ladies and gentlemen we have absolutely 125 percent Loved you sitting through here and enjoying the topics. Hopefully, you guys learned a bit. We, I believe, we've learned a lot throughout this research. I ha- can't, there's so much stuff that I'm redoing with my channel, even from just my topic and listening to the others when they were coming up with different ideas for the stuff they wanted to talk about, too. And it's just been, it's been a huge, great experience. And I believe everyone else here feels the same way. If you do feel differently, please keep it, it to yourself. Um, we, We love doing this, and we hope to, you know, keep doing it. I believe we actually have a beautiful topic for next podcast. (laughs) Does anyone have any guesses of what it might be? Because it's pretty
3: exciting. Is it going to be promoting my channel exclusively?
1: Uh, Actually, no. Our podcast, too, we have, I totally had this prepared and ready to go. Uh, Getting discovered as a YouTuber is going to be next podcast's subject. So if you don't know what getting discovered as a YouTuber is, it means being a YouTuber and getting discovered. Joining For, the the very fantasy, For the very first time.
0: You are a brilliant man. <laughs> what?
3: <laughs> Thank you. So we'll be doing that next week. If you enjoyed this, please like it. Please comment. Do the subscribe thing i know that you hear this with every other viewer every other channel i know that that's part of this but we are going to be providing this out to you and we're going to be linking it out to you and this is exclusively to help you guys out nothing will ever be monetized on this channel and uh we're we're doing this for the community
1: for every like we get we will pet a small puppy pet or or steal or we will pet a small puppy for every like
3: like that we get (laughs)
1: So if you hate puppies, don't like this video, there
3: you go. There you go. All right, guys. So until the next time, so that was it
1: for
0: today's podcast, ladies and gentlemen, and dear listeners, if you don't fit in the ladies or the the let me start over. <laughs> <laughs> and that's it for today's podcast. Dear listeners, I, we really hope that you enjoyed it. And on that be sure to like, subscribe, and we will see you next time. So, virtual high five to everyone!
1: You have to make sounds. I'm sure. I'm sure M's doing it right now. I think this is really messing with my
0: lighting. Think of the puppies.